Welcome to Ambitious Motherhood, the podcast for the mom who is chasing after her dreams in motherhood and business. This is your permission slip to pursue all that you were created to be and live out your calling, both in and out of your home. Here's your host, Katie Fleming. Welcome back to Ambitious Motherhood. Have you been focused on all of the client work, but none of the tasks that are actually going to help you grow your business, increase your audience size, and ultimately bring in more clients, more income, and make a bigger impact? In today's episode, I'm diving into how to begin prioritizing working on your business, not just in it. I'm giving you a glimpse into what my weekly planning time looks like as the CEO of my business and ways to begin implementing and prioritizing now, not once a certain client count or income level comes. So if you're wanting to increase your income with more clarity and confidence, then stay tuned. You are listening to episode number 86 of Ambitious Motherhood with Katie Fleming. Let's do this thing. Okay, so today on this episode, I want to answer a question from one of my clients. And that question is such a good one, by the way, such a good one. The question is, how can I differentiate between tasks that I need to do for my clients versus for my business? Okay, I love this question. And there are so many ways that I could take this one question. We could talk about streamlining client process. We could talk about automating. We could talk about time blocking. There's a lot of ways we could take this this podcast episode. But really, what I want to dive into is what I really think she's asking here. And what she's saying is, with the way things are right now in her business, her business is getting the short end of the stick where her clients and her client work is what's taking up the majority of her time. And this is not abnormal. So if you feel this way, where you feel like you're constantly in the business, doing the client work, all the delivery for your services that you have to do, you're not alone, right? That is what you get paid to do. So yes, you need to deliver that. But I think what happens, especially for us mom entrepreneurs, we look at our schedule and we think, hey, I've got 20 hours this week to work. And I've got, you know, probably close to 20 hours of client work to do when, where, how am I going to fit in time to work on my business, right? When, where, how am I going to fit in time to do the things I know I need to do in order to steer the direction of this company, to bring in more clients, to grow the business, to network, to do all those things that are just higher level CEO type roles, right? So what can happen if we're not intentional with this weeks, months, years can go by before you really ever step into this role of looking at your business from an owner standpoint, not just an employee. So I want to say that the way that you handle working in your business versus working on your business, the way you make these distinctions is seriously what will differentiate the hobbyists, the side hustlers, or the freelancers from the full-time business owners that are out there making it happen and achieving their full-time income goals. So if you're sitting here today saying, Katie, I want that six-figure income, and I want to do it on nap time hours, as you call it, right, which is 20 hours or less a week, whatever that looks like for you. So if you're sitting here saying, I want to figure out how to make that happen, I'm going to tell you right now that you need to prioritize working on your business, even when it seems like you have no way in heck that you can make it happen, that there's no extra time, there's no way you could do it. Whatever the the reason is, whatever the thought in your mind is that's keeping you from that, I need you to get serious about prioritizing that. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about the ways that you can do that, the ways that you can step into the role of looking on your business 
improving it, not just in the day-to-day, doing the things you need to do to move it forward, right? This is what's gonna differentiate the freelancer, like I said, from that six-figure business owner. So yes, let me just acknowledge this. In the early days of your business, you're going to be in your business a lot more than is really the long-term ideal, right? And that's okay. Especially as you're getting your first offer out there, you're doing your first things, you're gonna be in the business a ton, and that is okay. But the key distinction here that I want you to know is don't wait for a certain income goal, a certain client count, or anything else for you to decide to step into the CEO position of your company. That's on you. That is your role. No one else can direct your business ship, right? No one else can direct this ship. And if you're abandoning that post and you're below the deck working on the nitty gritty and you're helping that client do this, this, and this, and you're you're doing all of the things but not actually stepping above deck to actually see where the ship's going, how it's being steered, what kind of tools, mechanisms, and things are in place to get, I don't know, this is a really silly analogy, but think about it. If you're below deck the whole time on this boat, you can't see where you're going. You don't know what's going on. You can't forecast and see that there's a storm ahead and you might need to bypass it and take this alternate route, right? You are not in your post. You've moved, right? And so your business is not going to be able to grow at the capacity that it could if you were sitting in that position. So the first thing let's go into is differentiating between in the business tasks versus on the business tasks, okay? We need both of these. We need both of these because you have clients. You're out there getting clients and you have clients that need you to deliver the services. And if you're at the stage of your business where you're the one delivering the services, you gotta do it, okay? Please, deliver. Be right to your word. Do what you say you're gonna do and do it well. Oh my goodness, there is nothing better than taking care of your clients getting raving reviews and how that grows your business. But there's nothing that can hurt your business more than not being true to your word and not actually doing what you say you're going to do and how you're gonna help them. So this is so serious, okay? So be doing it. Don't don't slack on the working on your clients and in your clients' businesses, okay? But working on your business, these are tasks that control and guide where you're going as a company. Vision, big ideas, next steps, processes and procedures, marketing, getting out there and gaining more exposure, networking, and getting clients, right? Working in your business, these tasks are the ones that go along with the clients that you brought in. So it's fulfilling the service and what your clients pay you to do, okay? So if you're a network marketer, training your new teammate is an in-the-business task. If you're a realtor, showing houses to a new buyer is in the business or moving your contract through the closing process is an in-the-business task. If you're a financial coach, a mindset coach, whatever it is, the the in-the-business tasks are coaching calls, monthly check-ins, all of those things that go along with coaching your clients. If you're a bookkeeper, in-the-business tasks for you can look like doing the, the monthly books for your clients, right? If you're a consultant, graphic designer, whatever it is, you're doing the work you were contracted to do. Make sense? So here's what I wanna ask you. Can you imagine if you stopped all of your on-the-business tasks and just became focused on the in-your-business tasks? I mean, what would happen? So let's, let's go back to this realtor or even the network marketer. That one's so, so good. This is when you slip out of growth mode and into management mode. Your pipeline of leads is going to dry up because you're so focused on the ones you've already brought in. I mean, it's like going to a buyer that you've sold a house to and being like, hey, how's your house? Do you want to buy another house? 
hey, how's your house? Do you want do you you want to list it now? No, like duh, right? So we definitely need to balance both. So the question becomes, how can we deliver the best client experience for our clients while also continuing to grow your business, expand your reach, and ultimately create that bigger, better container for growth and results that your clients are paying for, right? What's probably happening for many of you right now is that you are fitting your business building tasks into the time that you can fit it in. So <laughs> let's be real. Reality is it's probably not happening, right? Virtual podcast, raise of hands if that's true for you. Are you finding time each week to do the tasks on your business? The ones that are really driving the ship, moving it forward, right? Let me know. Let me know. But if we don't make time for something, let me just guarantee you right now, it's not going to happen, right? We all know. Like if you want to make it to the gym this week, it probably needs to be on your calendar before the day you actually want to make it to the gym, right? Having that intention set, having that place in your calendar is a huge start to making things happen. So I want to share with you a way that I prioritize working on my business and the deep creative work that comes around that for me. So it looks different for me in all seasons, different seasons, even throughout the month as, you know, school's going back, summer, whatever the different changes are, all of this can look so different. But I can guarantee you that having this weekly time that is non-negotiable, you know, two to three hours of focus blocked off time is everything, okay? It's in my calendar. It's protected. So I want to ask you, where can you fit this kind of a thing, this kind of a schedule block into your schedule? Okay, get out your schedule right now. (laughs) Okay, right now. Get out your Google Calendar, your planner, whatever it looks like. Let's look and see where do you have a couple hours of time that you can set aside and protect it to be working on your business. For a lot of you, this might look like a Saturday morning when maybe your husband can hang with the kids, go on a donut date, take them to the park, and you can like get away to Starbucks or even just be in your quiet house and have two hours of focused, intentional time to work on your business, right? What does that look like? Maybe some of you You want to hit the ground running on Monday and Monday is a great time or Friday so that come Monday, you know exactly what you're up to, what's going on, whatever that is for you, okay? I want you all right now to screenshot this show, post it on your Instagram stories, on that Instagram stories. Oh, and don't forget to tag me so I can see this and see what what you're up to and cheer you on. But I want to know what day are you planning to have your time? Is it a Monday? Is it a Friday? Is it a Saturday morning? Is it some other day? When are you planning on having your undivided attention focused on your business? Let's commit to that right now. Let's eliminate all excuses and put that on the calendar right now and make this happen because we don't need to wait for an income dollar amount that you're bringing in a month. We don't need to wait for a client count. We don't need to wait for anything for you to start prioritizing this time in your business. All right, so I'm a coach. So let's go into this a little bit more. I've got a lot of coach in me where I want to help you really get out of your own way and take action on the things that are going to make the most difference. So there's some of you here. Now, legit, y'all might be driving. So, you know, I totally get not whipping out your calendar and figuring this thing out right now. But some of you are in a position where you can look at your calendar and get this scheduled, but you're not. Okay, so I want to ask you, why? What's holding you back? What thoughts are sitting there whether you're aware of them yet or not, what's there that's keeping you from just making this simple decision and action? So anytime I delay action or my clients delay action, I know there's a reason. 
And I like to get down to the reason, because if we can get to the reason, we can remove all the junk and actually make progress, right? That's why coaching is so incredible. So let's get down to that reason. I would encourage you to really figure out what that is, solve it, remove it, and get it on the schedule. Make it happen. Move on, right? Let's grow. Let's make this thing happen. All right, so back to it. You're saying, Katie, cool, I have this time blocked off on my calendar. Awesome, it's color-coded in my Google Calendar, perfect. Now what? Do I just stare at my screen? Do I just doodle, journal until the cows come home? Like, like what do I do? <laughs> so if you have a spreadsheet that tracks important metrics in your business, like KPIs, which are key performance indicators, now is the time to review them. Okay, so for example, let's say you have some ads running and you have an opt-in that's doing really great, but somehow from that opt-in, the thing people give you their email for, somehow from that opt-in, to your next step of your funnel, which might be a training, somehow it's not actually converting at the place it needs to be, right? Do you have a way that you're checking that, keeping track on your business? Maybe your goal is you wanna book eight clients this month or you wanna get fully booked out and you've got some, but you're not quite to eight yet. So you've got a goal of having a certain amount of discovery calls because you know, you're a smart businesswoman, you know how many calls you need to have to equal how many new clients you need to bring in, right? You know your closing rate, and if you don't, it's very simple to figure that out just by tracking how many discovery calls you're booking and then how many from those that you're doing that are actually closing. You can get your closing rate. So you've gotta know these numbers. You've gotta know what you're shooting for. If you want three new clients and you want $4,000 more and you know, you gotta know how that all works together and how many calls you need to have booked in order to achieve that right? If you don't, I mean, we're just throwing, I don't know, we're throwing spaghetti at the wall like a toddler. Not cool. Not cool. So definitely, I would encourage you to know those numbers. And if you don't have any idea what your metrics are, feel free to reach out to me and we can chat further about what those would be for you, what specific metrics you need. And we've done some other episodes on this about lagging indicators and leading indicators. We'll link that episode up for you in the show notes. But You've got to know them. And this is a great time to review those. This is a great time for you to create as well your content and marketing materials for the next week. Batch what you can to help with consistency. Okay, I am big on inspiration and inspired posts and like flowy, but I also know that we need some content backbone so that we're consistent even when we ain't feeling it. You know what I'm saying? So definitely having that consistent content so that you're showing up and getting visible consistently. This is also a great time to look at financial numbers, your books. If you don't do your books yourself, I still recommend that you have somewhat of a pulse of what's going on in your bank account, okay? Aside from like a monthly meeting with your bookkeeper, you've gotta know, you know, on a weekly basis, what's going down in your bank account. I also love during this time to have long-term vision, goals, plans, how are we on target for this month's goals as well as this quarter's goals. Okay, so really cool news. One of my clients this week reached out at our private Slack channel and told me that she hit her monthly revenue goal a week into the month, guys. Like, like what? What? So those are things you need to know and have your, your hand on so that you know when you've achieved these goals, you know when you need to reassess and re-goal it, okay, which she's done. We've got a new goal. And you're chugging it off to the races, right? This is what keeps you on the path of continuously growing instead of getting stagnant in the result and staying put, right? So there's power, there's power in putting intention on things like this and making time for these things to fit into your schedule. 
Okay. And I, I truly believe if you don't prioritize this now, I think it's a lot, a lot like money. If you don't manage your $1,000 well, how are you going to manage $10,000 well, right? Adding more money to the situation isn't going to help you manage money better. And I think it's the same way with time, right? You've got to manage your time today well and thinking, oh, once I once I hit this goal, then, then I'll be more CEO-like. Right now, I've got to be like an employee. If you're thinking of it that way, you may never step out of the employee role. You're just going to continue to be in this freelance cycle instead of stepping into actually being the business owner you need to be to steer this business towards your six-figure income goals and, and beyond, right? So another task that I think is super, super important is if you're constantly in your business and working with clients and doing the client work, you might not be as visible out there getting clients. Now, there's definitely a a balance to this where sometimes you might be more visible and have less client work, but sometimes you might have more client work and less visible. And I think that pull and pull back and forth is okay, but we've got to make sure that we are consistently doing the marketing tasks we need to to get visible to bring in new leads, to bring in new people into our audience, into our world. So you've gotta have that plan in place to get that value-based content out there and attracting new clients. So I mean, think about it like this. If a business has no marketing plan and the business owner isn't working on the business, I think about that business like stagnant water. Okay, number one, you don't want your business to be stagnant. Like, no way, no way. Nope, we want it flowing and we want it growing, right, right? So if you aren't working on your business and marketing your business and directing your business growth and you're just focused on the client tasks and work and servicing existing clients, then your business is like stagnant water. It's a breeding ground for issues, right? Like stagnant water is bacteria, diseases, bugs, all that nasty stuff, right? Stagnancy in your business can lead to so many different mind games, right? You can start to doubt yourself. You can start to put pressure on current clients, pressure on yourself, not hitting income goals, all kinds of mental hoops you're going to go through that are unnecessary, right? If you don't balance this on versus in of tasks, right? All right, let's keep this thing flowing and growing. So now that you've got the time in your calendar, what are you going to do during that time, right? And I'm just going to say this because I love it. I love a good playlist, okay? And for me, my go-to is the Brain Food playlist on Spotify with my AirPods in best invention ever. So funny story, my Spotify got hacked last week. Like who even wants to hack a Spotify? I don't even know. They got my worship playlist. They got my brain food playlist. They got whatever else they had on there. But so I was kicked out of it for a while before I got back in. And I I just realized how accustomed I've been to Spotify premium because it went to like the whole Pandora type thing where you cannot fast forward or you cannot skip music or shuffle or do any of that. And I was like, not about that life. So thankfully, my Spotify has been revived. And whoever that person was that hacked it, <laughs> whatever. It's like, it was so random and quite annoying because it took like an hour of my day. Anywho, not about that. So I don't know what it is, but it just really helps me get into the creative flow and doing the deep work that sometimes is required during CEO time, okay? Especially if I'm trying to map out new processes or systems or really solve some kind of a problem in my business, that is definitely where I like to start. So really, for the most part, I always start with a brain dump, okay? So I'm just gonna tell you, like, no matter how hard I try, my brain dumps always have household things or family things involved in them as well as business things. 
there's no way around it, right? As moms, I think our brains are just, we just are holding information for everybody. So get it all out. We're definitely gonna be focusing on business here during this time, but I think it is good to get it out. Otherwise, it's just gonna sit there and kind of keep space in your brain. You're not actually going to be able to utilize it to build what you need to build in your business. So this is where I'd also recommend, and this is where I pull out my brain dump list from the week, right? So if you have a list in Evernote or even on your iPhone notes app like I do, where I keep lists all week long of ideas, thoughts, to-dos, whatever it is, this is where I pull that out and start to reconcile that as well and grab what I need to for the business. And you guys know I'm all about that brain dump list. So basically, if you don't have one of those, here's what you need to do. Have some kind of an app because you want it with you everywhere you go. You want this app with you everywhere. And for the most part, your phone is with you all the time, right? I don't keep my notebook with me all the time. It's definitely very close to me most of the time, but the phone is pretty much always there. So I have my app, my notes app on my phone where I'm able to go in and like throw down a YouTube video that I want to watch or throw down an idea for content or throw down tasks that I need to do or somebody I want to connect with or, oh my gosh, I completely forgot about them. That would be a great collaboration. Like anything that pops in my brain during those weird times, like maybe I'm on a client call and like I have this thought. I need to write it down somewhere, right? How do I get that out and stored somewhere so I don't forget, but can get back to what I'm doing and do it well, okay? So that is what the brain dump process looks like. You definitely wanna have some kind of thing in place to capture all of the, the mental notes that you need to make so that they are out of your brain, not taking up space, and you can move on and be the most effective in what you're doing. Side note to that. And you guys know I'm all about that brain dump list. This time that you have with yourself working on your business, keep it fluid. It does not have to be rigid. It doesn't have to be hyper-structured. I think the key here is that you want to be focusing on those things that are going to grow your business forward. So I'm gonna give you an example. Anytime I notice areas in my business that have friction, I make a note of them. They usually end up in my brain dump list and sometimes get, based on the priority of them, will get prioritized sooner rather than later. But here's an example. The podcast has, for the most part, been off from recording guest interviews this summer while the girls have been home. Best decision ever. But one thing it's alerted me to is the growing inbox that I had of pitch requests to be on the show. And I hated seeing the numbers grow. I hated the idea of having to like read these emails, which may or may not actually have the information I wanted or needed to make a right decision of whether or not I wanted to bring these guests on the show to meet you and show up in your earbuds as you listen, right? So it was growing, y'all, like crazy. And I was like, you know what? This is like, it's such a point of stress for me. And who can attest to this? Anytime there's something in your business or in your life where it just feels like this insurmountable task, you you procrastinate it, right? You procrastinate it, right? And like the reality is if we really looked at this thing and we really sat down and just did it, like it wouldn't take that long, right? Let's just cut the drama, Katie. It's not going to take that long. It's not that big of a deal. It's like your kid. You're trying to get them to clean their room and they're like, it's going to take too long. No, just let's pick up the cars first and we'll pick up the animals and the trains and then it will be done. Like what in the world? Just stop being dramatic and focus, right? (laughs) Sometimes that's the way our brains work, right? So I was noticing a point of just friction. And anytime there's friction, I want to go fix it. There's some kind of system that's broken. Maybe there's not even a system in place, right? So this was something I had scheduled in my CEO time. This is something I had planned to look at 
harder and really think, how can we optimize this? How can we make this more systematized? How can we set this up so that it runs a little bit smoother, does not involve as much of me and my decisions at each step of the way, and how can we just streamline it, right? So that is when we came up with our new podcast application process. So there is a clear way on our website now that you can apply to be on the podcast. There's questions you have to answer, questions that are gonna give us answers that we need to be able to make the right decision of whether or not your best fit for our podcast, right? And then from there, it submits to a specific inbox and my podcast manager selects which ones need to be looked at further by me. And from there, we make a decision, we reach out, we do our normal process that's already been in place for a while on getting the interview scheduled, planned out, all that stuff, right? But the problem was, we have this inbox full of pitches. What do we do? So now, anyway, I must spare you the, the rest of the details, but here's my point. If you start to notice areas of your business that feel friction-y, then make note of them. And based on the priority of them, schedule them in your CEO time to think through and solve, right? Get help from a coach, get help from peers to be able to solve these, these areas of your business and think through them. But we've got to give ourselves the time and space to actually make progress on the foundation of our business, right? So that is the key here is that I want you to make the time and the space in your week to focus on your business, okay? I don't want you to wait until an income goal, a client level for you to really decide, now's the time, I'm gonna all of a sudden decide today because now I have five clients or now I have 10K months or now I have six figure years, whatever it is. Now I'm gonna decide to be the business owner, to step into that role. No, that's not true. I mean, it's just, no, let's decide today, right? Because if you decide today, the likelihood of you getting to that goal faster is so much better, okay? So I want you to prioritize today, make the decision today to begin stepping into that role in your business. No need to wait. All right, so let me tell you what I am reading and what I am loving. So what I have been reading lately is a book by my friend Chadi Orozco. It's called Nomad, A Survival Guide for Wilderness Seasons. And I love this because I love the writing style. Number one, she's sharing a lot of her family history but also weaving it into a story about, you know, surviving the ups and downs of life and keeping it in the perspective that God's given us. I just have really been loving this book and loving her. So that is what I've been reading. And what I've been loving lately, I have been loving going to a weekly Zumba class. I go two times a week usually. And it's more hip hop than it is Zumba, but it's super fun. I love it. Drenched in sweat, super good exercise, but what I really love about it is, you know, I've been probably going for a few months now, but it really got me out of my introvert head and just stopped thinking about what I look like, am I shaking my hips correctly, she's doing it better than me. No, like it's just, it's so freeing to just focus on yourself and it's just been really cool to kind of walk myself through that experience and just, I'm just loving it. So I would encourage you guys, if you're listening to get out of your comfort zone a little bit in terms of like doing cool things that you don't normally do. I think as moms, it can be very easy to get into a routine and this is what we do and there's not enough time for us to go outside of that and do our own thing. But for me, that's been a game changer and it really helps that the gym I go to has amazing childcare. So that's like, it's such a no-brainer, such a no-brainer. So anyway, that is what I am reading. That is what I am loving. And I hope that you love today's episode 
I hope that it's helped you in thinking, how can you prioritize working on your business now, not just in your business and not waiting for a certain time, magical number, magical client count that's all of a sudden gonna make you worthy of building your business and working on your business, guys. Now is the time for you to step into that position. I wanna invite you, if you're looking for support, like the conversation we've had today, as well as building your six-figure business on what I call nap time hours, so working less than 20 hours a week. If you're looking for some support in that, I want to invite you to hop on a discovery call with me where we can chat more about where you're at, where you're headed, and what that can look like for your business goals, but also your lifestyle goals. I am all about not delaying today the life that you want to live. So how can we step into that today and watch how amazing it is, how your business will follow in place and in step. So I wanna invite you to head on over to 1kmom.com slash discovery to schedule your time on my calendar today. So there is a limited availability of spots each week, so definitely head on over, make that thing happen, and I can't wait to chat with you. As always, definitely subscribe, leave us a review, And let us know what you're loving about the show. This helps us so much to get the message of ambitious motherhood out to more moms like yourself. So if you've got a gal, a friend that is also out there pursuing entrepreneurship and motherhood, share the show with her, screenshot, tag it in your stories, whatever it is you can do to get this message out. That is the biggest way that you can support the show, what we're creating, and this message of ambitious motherhood. And I just am so thankful for you and this community that we've created together. So with that, here's to a productive week and huge exponential growth in your business. Let's do this thing, mama. See you next time.